Yeah, you pull whatever you want. All right, guys. Welcome back once again. It's the Organic Football Podcast. Thursday night, we got a game going on, and we're sitting here uh, doing our live podcast from it. And You know, um, hopefully uh, tomorrow when this episode drops, guys, if they don't want to hear any presidential debate recaps, you know, people probably don't want to hear about that on their drive home on a Friday, so... Pop on the OFP, yeah, and uh, get a little bit of fantasy debate instead of a presidential debate. What do you guys say? 100% agree, bro. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense to me, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little better to have a fantasy debate on weed as well. Yes. Why don't we all just why don't we all just relax? Why don't we all just smoke some weed and why don't we all just talk some yeah. fucking football and some fancy and enjoy some shit? Yes. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. All right, Brad. Uh we just heard from you, Rich. And Brad, what's going on, buddy? I mean, it's we're heading into what are we on? Week seven already? This this season is flying by in some ways, and some ways it's not. But how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Watching this uh, meaningless game right now to me, so <laughs> it's complete. Excuse me, one win teams utterly going at it. meaningless. <laughs> but there was a there was a highlight real play a little earlier. If you guys saw that with Daniel Jones, yes, a highlight and a low light all in one. It was it was quite the play. Yes. Daniel Jones, he's been breaking off some big runs lately, though. Yeah. He had a 45-yarder 40, or something like that last week, and then this 80-yarder today that should have been more like a 90-yard <laughs> touchdown. He <laughs> fell upon the ground as he, yeah. as he was running with no one in, no one within 15 <laughs> yards of him. That was great. <laughs> you know what I just thought of? Has any team ever finished this season with two ties? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, what if they tied tonight? This- what if they tied tonight, oh, 21-21? Yeah. We got to get our NFL historian on the horn here and uh, figure that out, man. Well, if they're going to tie, Maybe it's going to be 17-17. Mm. Yeah. I did not know that. A league historian and NFL historian, yeah. Holy he shit. lives in a cellar, like, under the basement. There's these long, windy stairs, and he only sits there by candlelight, and he's really old. It doesn't seem safe, old person with stairs. <laughs> We feed him from time to time. He's a league historian. Sounds awful. <laughs> I like I like how Brad Brad's worried for the man's safety. I mean, dim light, stairs, old man. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Someone should be checking in on him. I mean, is he being? What kind of food are we feeding him? I mean, a lot of questions, man. Yeah, all right, guys. So uh, we want to make sure, you know, if we talked about this little Thursday night game. Not a whole lot to see here with these teams, but we'll keep everybody updated. It's fourth quarter now with uh, the Giants driving in a 14-10 to lead. And Golden Tate had a pretty nice touchdown catch earlier. I did notice that. But, uh, Rich, when it comes to our social media, man, what should all our fans be trying to find us on these days, bro? Uh, we're on Instagram. That's our main source. We're going to pump most of our stories out there and, and our info there. Uh, we are on Facebook as well. So we, we try to hit those. Um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, thinking it's probably the best for me to have a Twitter account just yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, 
I like to just hold off on my thoughts and have some time before they're going out. And so, yeah, I'm not, I won't be doing Twitter. You guys are welcome to do a Twitter. I don't know, but um, I think I'm out on that for now, but I can barely text. You know, I, I'm not Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> we, we don't need to show the world uh, your, your grammar yet. <laughs> I'm just now starting to figure out Instagram after like, you know, a couple months here. So no, I like uh, Instagram. It's, it's, it was something I was like, not interested in but like instagram's cool it's it's a cool yeah. place i like i like it there a lot of cool people with the podcast as well that that uh you intermingle with and you talk to and no it's competition there those are competitions but they're not competitions so it's it's kind of cool oh a little touchdown huh a little new yeah. york giants touchdown man man they're gonna win this game huh sterling shepherd straight off the ir into the end zone yeah there you go all right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and kick this off on the uh, weekend preview. And, I mean, it just recently got moved to Sunday Night Football, Rich. So on prime time once again, Kyler Murray and these Arizona Cardinals, buddy. And they got Seattle Seahawks coming to town. And the Seattle Seahawks have Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and an offense that's been on fire lately. So are you expecting the Cards defense to have a back-to-back weeks where they, you know, have a good game? Mm, let's put it this way. We have to trust in Vance Joseph um, to bring a defensive scheme that's equipped to deal with Mr. Russ Wilson. Yeah. And um, that's a tall task for anyone, especially Vance Joseph. So I am foreseeing here another high-scoring game uh, both ways. Both ways. Neither of these defenses can handle what the offense is going to bring. Now, like last week, Carter's defense does show up, shows well against the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, it's it's almost a little different story. I mean, they do have weapons there, but they were very disjointed and basically tapped out in that game, whereas – we're not going to get that from the Seattle Seahawks in this game. So scheme worries me a little bit. Um, Seattle has had our number in the, in this building. So it seems like they come in here and we either get a tie or a loss. So it's like, you know, that's, that's kind of typical how it is. We, we, we play them very well in Seattle. They play very well here. It's just always how it's been. So um, tough deal. I mean, I'm excited. We're Sunday night game, but I definitely think that's when a guy like Russ Wilson shines, but I, I do hope that Kyler Murray shines. Yeah, I do think you're going to see both of them shine. I think because it's Sunday night football, both people are going to want to showcase them. I say it mean both teams too. Arizona's, they're coming up. Their offense is looking really great. They're going to come up and play. And I do feel like their their defense, after losing Chandler Jones, kind of took a week or two to kind of find themselves. And now they're playing a lot better. So I do think that they will come and bring a good game. I think it's going to kind of be a little bit of a shootout for a while, and then both defenses kind of hunker down for a bit, and then each team find a way to score here and there. So I see it being like a 28-27 type game, like a one-point nail-biter. And I do think Seattle will prevail just at the end, sadly to say. (laughs) But it will be a wonderful game. Yeah, Rich, I uh, had the same thought when I was looking at this game, man. It just seems like every time Russell Wilson comes to town, comes to the Valley, he dominates. And like Mr. you said, the Russell Cardinals have, the Cards have played well properly. up there in uh, the Jeez. Pacific Northwest. 
You can address him as that. He's your quarterback. We're going to talk about Mr. Mahomes. We can. Oh, I'll address Mr. <laughs> Mahomes as Mr. Mahomes for sure. I That's have my quarterback. That's my quarterback. I was raised right. That's my quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. <laughs> my parents taught me to treat quarterbacks with respect, Mark. Man. Uh, and speaking of Seattle, guys, there's been the rumor mill swirling about one Antonio Brown uh, landing on the Seahawks when he comes off his suspension. I believe it's after week eight. So something to monitor. If Antonio Brown happens to be listening to our podcast, I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a probability. So if he is, I would say this to him. Stay home. Stop playing football. You have CTE. Stop getting hit in the head. <laughs> Go do some infomercials. Get paid somewhere else. Please, for the love of God, stop getting hit in the head. It's for your own safety. Oh, man. Brad, Brad Dude, does have a theory. Classic CTE, man. CTE. Ever yeah. since that uh, Vontez Perfect hit, man, he has never been the same since then. He got his head taken off. Ah. Uh. Yeah, um, did want to give people the warning out there that DeAndre Hopkins has been off uh, off the off the field for practice Wednesday and Thursday. We're, we're recording yeah. Thursday night, so um, ankle injury. He's kind of been working his way through it. Uh, it looks like it's a little bit flared up again, so a little frustrating. But I think um, I think he's a baller. He'll be there for Sunday night, so definitely look forward to that. Um, I look forward to to the Arizona offense being able to keep up in this game, I think. So um, definitely a shootout. Unfortunately, yeah, I have to agree. Uh, Seattle Seattle probably takes it home. I, I hate I hate to say it. I I want the Cardinals to win. I want to be wrong. I do have yeah. to, you know, try to be an analyst in, in some way on this and say <laughs> I do think Seattle is, is the better team and, and wins these types of games. So I think they're going to win it. I say if, score uh, on that Kenny one, Drake – Kenyon Drake rushes for 100 yards. They take the win. Yeah, and I think it's it's harder to run on Seattle. I think you got to throw the ball. So I I do think Kyler can throw the ball. I think I think he's been a little inaccurate a little bit lately, and I think it's it's finally a game for him to settle in on a on a Sunday night now and 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 take advantage of what that Seattle defense and lack of defense does. Rich, uh, what is the score? Brad said 28-27. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I think it'll be tight the whole game, but Seattle pulls it out by a touchdown like 34-27. Okay. All right, man. I'll I'll be the the positive light in this uh, trifecta here, man. I'm going to say the cards pull this one out, 30-23. to 23, And Kenny and Drake, like you mentioned, Brad, Kenny and Drake gets a little bit more involved and – I mean, I, I think Kyler liked it on primetime, you know, last week. So let's see if he can do it again on Sunday Night Football. I'll, I'll be looking forward to it. Oh, hey, I had one little stat. I, f- I f- totally forgot a little stat I had from last last show for you guys. Um, I, I, I had it in my notes here. I kept track of Brad's hits in last episode. <laughs> nice. You know how, how many, many hits Brad, you know how many hits Brad took during the last episode, guys? What do you what do you guys think? Take a guess. I mean Vegas I odds gotta be ten and a half. Ballpark seven. Ballpark seven. I, Vegas I odds are ten and a half, Mark. I gotta take the under on that. I'm gonna go over. That's a lot. 
I, you probably did go over. So listen to yourself. Eleven. I knew it. Eleven. How does Vegas always know? How does Vegas always know? Vegas knows, dog. The house always wins, buddy. (laughs) So what I win? Sorry to get. Sorry to get us all off topic. I felt like we were done with the first game, so I wanted yeah, to throw that exactly. one out there. Yeah, that's funny. I feel like I, I just want to dab. Yeah, that is. Why not hit? Why not go for a baker's dozen today, Brad? Make Jeez, me man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't all believe right. he. I can't believe he knew though. Basically, he goes yeah. ten and a half. The line's ten and a half. When he said that, I was just like, "Oh my god, you're killing me!" I should have <laughs> took the over. Uh, I should know that about Brad. Right. Try to give you the hint. Take the over. All right. Wow. All right. Next game, go. Brad. While you're uh, torching it up over there, bro. Uh, let's talk about this Pittsburgh Tennessee game, man. This is the game that was actually rescheduled. It was like the first one that was affected by the whole COVID outbreak and everything. So now this game's getting played, and both these teams are coming in at five and zero, oh, man. So. Big game, and my question for you, Brad, is what does Derrick Henry do for an encore, buddy? I don't think he's going to have much of an encore. I mean, Derrick Henry's going to have a good game against a Pittsburgh defense, but it's going to be nothing close to what he had last week. Yeah, he basically just stomped on and spit on the Texas defense as he went running by. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he had 70 yards and a touchdown, which is a really – Really good day against that Pittsburgh D. But, mm. yeah, I would not expect much against that. What about you, Rich? What are you seeing on the Tennessee side, man? You think uh, Tannehill and, I don't know, is how long is uh, Johnny Smith out for, bro? Is he going to play this week? Yeah, Johnny Smith, uh, They uh, he practiced fully today, so they took the they took the questionable off of his name. So looks like he's going to play and, and should be good to go. It sounded like he was getting really good reports out there. Um, so he should be good. That's good news. They did get the bad news on Taylor Luan, their, their offensive lineman. So ah. that, that kind of stresses me out. He's got an ACL. He's out. So that, that stresses me out a little bit, but, um, I've been really impressed with Mike Vrabel to tell you the truth. And, um, I, I, I get the sense that they're going to come with something a little more creative in this game. Um, I, I did tell Brad earlier this week, I was wondering if, there might be a little added oomph from the Steelers um, being a little pissed off that their schedule got messed up. Oh, that's true, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I kind of thought about that, and I literally, if you if you listen to us, uh, I told Brad, th- this is the type of defense that you are questioning whether or not you start your starters against them. You have surefire starters you are questioning. So I, I'm, I'm a guy who rosters Ryan Tannehill, right? So I am questioning it this week. I do have – I have. Um, we'll get to another guy later, but I have Teddy Bridgewater as my other guy. He's got a juicy matchup uh-huh. based, on, based on what I'm looking at. i got a juicy matchup. i got a tough matchup. But Ryan Tannehill, I, I mean, I, I should be trusting him all year too. I mean, I, so it's, it's a tougher decision for me. Um, one thing, Pittsburgh defense, I don't know if you guys mentioned it. I was a little – I was trying to get the video going, but um, the uh, – Devin Bush factor. Uh, they lost mm-hmm. their linebacker, Devin Bush. Uh, I, I am interested to see. I, I do think that they might need a game to kind of get used to not having him out there and in play and being the kind of like the anchor of that defense and doing everything. Yeah. 
That was one. Oh, that was one thing about the Cardinals. I did want to say I can bounce back real quick, but um, them with Chandler Jones out, they, I heard the point this week that maybe they are able to actually game plan to get their pressure more, as opposed to just saying Chandler Jones, go get the pressure. So now instead Vance Joseph, Vance Joseph is forced into actually game planning to get after the quarterback and do something. It has to do it with his scheme rather than just trusting that Chandler Jones will do it. So it's like a different thing, but it's actually working out a little bit better. I mean, that was against the Cowboys, so that's different. But that also here, that kind of applies where with this linebacker situation, I wonder what that defense, how that defense accommodates it, uh, especially the first week out. And, and, you know, Tennessee is a talented offense. We've, we've gone through it week to week. We, we know to trust this and uh, we'll, we'll see. They're going to have their line issues too. So injuries and injuries, of course, and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And Brad, real quick, man, when it comes to big Ben on the Pittsburgh side, I mean, he's been put up some decent games. He's been pretty steady all year. His team's five and zero, oh, but fantasy wise, you know, he hasn't lit it up. You know, he hasn't, had any 30-plus point games. You think those games are coming at some point this season, bro? No, I don't think so. I no. think those those days are kind of past him. Kind of like Drew Brees. I don't think those days yeah. are coming for Brees either. I mean, they're definitely – they're just – they're more game managers now. And they have a run attack. They have a good defense. So he doesn't need to be that guy anymore. So he'll, he'll just do a little dink and dunk, you know, throw like intermediate 10 to 25-yard passes. And he'll chew up the clock. They'll play ball management, ball control. And that's what the Steelers like to do. They like to methodically just go down the field and wear you down and hit you and beat you up. So he doesn't need to be a superstar in that. But he can game manage and win lots of games by keeping the play alive, rolling out, and just find an open receiver. So I think he's kind of perfect for the system right now. Nice, man. Uh, yeah, well, let's go ahead and pick the score on that one, too. Just that's the biggest game of the week. So I'm wondering where you guys are coming out. Both coming in at five and zero. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh on the road, uh, thirty-one to twenty. <laughs> I'm looking at Brad. Brad is making a lot. I'm of gonna go Pittsburgh twenty-seven twenty-three. What'd you say, Pittsburgh twenty-seven twenty-three? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna call it out. I'll, I'll be contrarian and I will say Tennessee wins this game. They pull it out in a close one. Uh, we'll call it thirty to twenty-eight. Nice. I wrote those down. All right. Sweet. <laughs> nice. <We're> gonna... <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Next game up, and we kind of started talking about a second ago, Rich. Uh, Carolina and New Orleans. I mean, the Panthers are going in. It's the Teddy Bridgewater's kind of going back home, going back to where his career started to be rejuvenated. He was just with the Saints last year, so – I'm just wondering if Sean Payton is going to be able to scheme something up. You know, he knows how Teddy B kind of tries to operate in the pocket back there, man. Uh, you know, that's that's an interesting thought, man. I, I hadn't really conceived of that, that Teddy Bridgewater and that, that Sean Payton connection, actually. Wow. Well, that's why that's why we have these conversations. Interesting. Now, that, now that'll rattle around in my head for the next couple <laughs> of days while I'm thinking about this shit. Um, my notes were more about, well, go ahead. I was going to say, Mark, it's funny you say that, but I'm such like an inverted backwards guy that I see it as, uh, positive for (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater. He's been playing against that defense for how long he knows that defense Mm -hmm. in and out. 
So he's going to be able to read that defense better than any other quarterback. So <laughs> I actually think that gives him an advantage. Interesting. You're the inverted backwards man, the backwards man. It's the only way to yes. see. <laughs> he sees it one way, and that is opposite <laughs> and upside down. It's inverted, <laughs> upside Flip down. the whole thing over, <laughs> It's in- upside down, inverted. That's how I see. <laughs> but no, I actually, funny, the funny thing is, is I was kind of thinking that too, Brad. That was kind of where my my head started leaning right out the gate. It was like, well, okay, does it really lean this way or does it really lean the other way? I'd like to see where that advantage would play. But, man, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. That's something I'm going to have to sit there and ponder on. I will tell you that defensively in the matchup, it was looking really juicy for Teddy Bridgewater. Um you know, New Orleans is 30th against quarterbacks, uh, 20, 21st against wide receivers. So, I mean, this is – they can get a passing attack against what this New Orleans defense is bringing. Um, so, I, I, I had been leaning towards – I told Brad the stat where, um, you know, Ryan Tannehill, he's got – okay, so Pittsburgh Steelers defense uh, hasn't given up – uh, more than 18 points all year, and this New to Orleans defense to a quarterback, uh, and this New Orleans defense hasn't given up less than 20 all year. Hmm. Is that crazy? Pittsburgh hasn't given up more than 18 points to a quarterback all year. 18 max all year, yeah. So hmm. it's it's like it's tough for me to sit a Tannehill, but you know the numbers are leaning it that way. It's all it's all kind of there. I mean, I, I do expect this to be an offensive showing of a of a game. I expect it in the thirties. So, um, I I, now, I gotta yeah, go ahead. Yeah, have you heard any uh, the latest with Michael Thomas? Does it look like he's going to suit up this weekend, Rich? Yeah, that's a big note here. Michael Thomas he he got a hamstring injury this week in practice. Um, so I don't know what's going on there, man. It, it seems like a struggle that that was the, the news today though, is, is the, the, the hammy. So, you know, we, we started with an ankle. Through. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. It, it seems, seems tumultuous, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Like you said, um, Rich, it started with an ankle. Then he came back. Then he got kicked out of practice, and then he gets suspended. And now he comes back, and he's got a hammy right out the gate once he's back in practice. A little bit of a strange situation. I agree, man. I think it's either yeah, he's I mean, saying it's a hammy when it's not, or they're saying it's a hammy because they don't want him to play. They're shopping him. That's. I mean, it, I, 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 I think it could head that way. I, I'm, I'm. I, I think there's been like disgruntledness. Um, clearly, I mean, I, maybe. Oh man, I'm I'm getting a little distracted. It looks like Deshaun Jackson's like hurt, huh? Jeez, man. Guy, the guy was having a good game too. I totally forgot the game was on for like ten minutes. Sir, yeah. my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Jackson just took a punt and oh, he got railed. He got but rocked. It looks like. Yeah, he, he took a punt and got rocked. It oh, looks like he's you like, see that knee? That second oh. hit hit. He was trying to get up and push up, and someone uh-huh. hit him, and his whole leg turned back the other way. It looked like it was his leg. Yeah, he was he was having trouble walking there. That's for sure. All right, yeah, and last thing on that Carolina uh, and New Orleans game, guys. Uh, for all the Mike Davis uh, fantasy managers out there, you got him on your roster. You know. 
the clock is ticking. And if you're going to get value for him, I mean, it's uh, probably the next two weeks. So keep that in the back of your mind. And I would definitely try to uh, sell him to, you know, obviously whoever rosters CMC in your league because he's going to be looking for him. It's like the last two weeks of summer vacation, man. It's like you don't want it to end, but you know it's coming. It's, it's coming. It's I can coming, see the man. end, man. Like, fuck, I got to go back to school. Uh, I think Don Henley wrote a song about that one time, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, anyways, guys, next game up on the slate here. And this game, uh, I guess there's some COVID issues going on right now. It got moved to the afternoon slot. It was supposed to be on Sunday Night Football, but this is the Bucks heading to Las Vegas, to Sin City. John Gruden coming back and facing the team. Well, not going anywhere. He's already in Vegas, but he'll be facing the Bucks, the team that got him, you know, a Super Bowl ring back in, what was it, 2002, if my memory serves, man? Yep. The Bucks had a freaking awesome defense back then, man. Um, yeah so anyways John Gruden playing against his old squad and I mean these these two teams I would expect some offensive fireworks in this game too man I mean uh, Tom Brady seems like he's really starting to settle in in this Bruce Arians offense and Derek Carr has looked pretty solid to me these last few weeks so where are you coming out on that one uh Brad I would say you had that half right Mark I would definitely think there would be some offensive fireworks from the Tampa Bay side but the Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Yes, they and are hot right now. The, yeah, these this team is flying. I, I think it's Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Those are one, two. No one's no one's flying around the ball like these guys are. They're attacking the ball. And now that Brady's playing well, this defense can take chances because they know their offense can put up points. And now they're getting scary, man. Like they're getting real scary. I actually don't think this game's gonna be close at all. I think Tampa Bay is going to win by a hefty 14 points or so. I think they're going to blow them out of the water. I think Tampa Bay is is here. They're starting to show people who they are. And, I mean, it's going to take a, a big team like Pittsburgh or something to stop them. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that Tampa Bay has been gearing up and will get better as the season goes along. I was worried about the Vita Vea injury and what that would kind of do to their run defense, but uh, apparently they – they filled that in by nabbing a player off the Jets. Uh, they got Steve McClendon, which is going to fill in pretty admirably and do well in the run game. So that defense really kind of shouldn't miss a beat. Uh, pretty, pretty nice. I, I'm enjoying rostering the Tampa Bay defense for sure. And um, I, uh, I'm worried. So that O line, it's just like a crazy story, man. I'm just like. What 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 does that do? Like I mean, like so I, I'm definitely considering starting Tampa Bay's defense. Before that, you know, I I, I lean towards this being more like a, a shootout type game. Thirty, yeah. it, both both teams getting it up into the thirties. You know, coming back and forth. I, I feel like um, if they're running out their entire backup unit at offensive line, that sounds like disaster. <laughs> like you have to be able to communicate your offensive line has to gel and, and, you know, know what to expect from each other. Like how's well, that going to operate? If it's the whole practice squad. I mean, if you think about it, they all play together. So at least uh, the communication between them will be somewhat cohesive, but I don't think the skill level will be there though. There's, there's a reason right. the practice squad guys. 
to and going up against that defense is not what yeah, you want. With that's the, not a defense you want to go against, man. No. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense tore it up against Green Bay's offensive line. Yeah, I was actually wanted to mention yeah. that, man. Just Todd Bowles. I mean, we've talked about him before, and we all know what he could do, you know, based on what he did when he was with the Cardinals. I mean, he was a great defensive coordinator here. And, you know, I think the the rest of the league is kind of seeing what he can do down there in Tampa, man, because, yeah, they're tearing it up. I'd trade a Bowles for a Joseph right now. Oh, baby, would I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In a heartbeat. Well, if we can't trade for a bowl, at least we could pack a bowl, guys, like the old days. No, Good fuck point. yeah, Mark. That's a great idea. Pack Good it up. Point. Puff, puff, pass. All right, next game up, guys. We have the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, they, had a, they got it done last week in Buffalo. Kind of a slow game with a lot of weather. And now they have to travel to the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado play these Broncos and you know I want to mention on the uh, Kansas City side guys Travis Kelsey's having a hell of a year so far I mean you kind of always expect him to be great but he kind of just taking it to another level I mean he had that fumble last week but he still had two touchdowns I mean he's he's playing really well and then on the Denver side their defense I'm gonna finally start being a believer I'm I think I'm done doubting this Denver defense so what are you seeing in that game Rich? I've been in that same boat, Mark. Uh, a lot of times, I'm just like, no, they can't. They can't perform, and I don't think the offense can do well enough. And honestly, even the offense surprises me. I still yeah. am surprised at what Drew Locke is bringing to the table. Um, they didn't. They didn't put up a lot of points last week, but they moved the ball. And and honestly, Drew Locke looks just a lot better than I I I, I expect out of him. So um, as they get together, as Noah Fant comes back, it's looking to me like he's more likely to play this week. Um, so good news on that front. Um, when they get the pieces rocking, you know, Tim Patrick, and they, they are going to get like K.J. Hamler. He's a, he's a minor player, not for fantasy purposes, but for their offense, should be good. I, I think um, in a divisional matchup, they're going to keep up with uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a defensive match, kind of like an offensive struggle. They'll still move the ball here and there because, I mean, Kansas City can score two touchdowns in three minutes. But I do think it's going to be a lower scoring affair, like a 2017 type thing. So maybe even like 23-17. So I do think Kansas City will prevail. I feel like they've already lost one to Las Vegas, and they're not going to want to lose another one in division. So they're going to come pretty prepared for this one. They're not going to take it lightly. So even though Denver's going to have a good defense, I just think in the end it'll be a little too much to match. And uh, do you think that Tyreek Hill will get back on track? He had a bit of a down week last week for uh, his people who roster him out there. That's who he is. Well, yeah. One note I did have on this game on the Kansas City side, um, I, well, it's both sides, there's there's a likelihood of snow I saw in, mm. in the weather. More forecast. weather. More yeah. weather. Um, so I do, I do foresee actually them kind of sticking to their game plan of last week when they, yeah, they uh, gave uh, Dash twenty six carries. Mm-hmm. Um, this I guess we didn't mention, but this could possibly be Le'Veon Bell's first game. They're actually yeah. kind of being a little bit coy about it and not really stating whether or not he will play in this game yet. He Andy Reid is kind of like keeping his cards to the chest, I guess you would say. So I will see. Um, Make the team game plan for him, you know? Even mm -hmm. if you don't use him at all, say you are. 
make him game plan for it, and then just beat him up with with dash. Yeah, but I mean, they do. I, I think they do definitely want to give him up to speed. So even if he does play, I don't think this uh, he'll is get like five five to ten carries max. Don't yeah, don't get crazy out there if you're a Le'Veon Bell guy. You know, don't yeah. uh, don't don't go starting him this week. Let's let's see it as it is out there. I would expect that he's going to get some goal line work, some passing work. Like I said, fill that Daryl Williams role, who's already you know in there about thirty percent of the time. Maybe that cranks up to about forty percent, and should be nice for both players. And you know, maybe uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire sitting there is more like an RB two, and you know, Le'Veon Bell maybe is a flex option because this is the Kansas City Chiefs offense. So I think when it comes to uh, later in the season football, you want to run the ball, and why not have two really, really, really extremely good backs? <laughs> yeah it's a good problem to have isn't that what they say yeah and i think that's something to think about too if you're a fantasy manager is if you got a guy like a tua you know a bell mm. someone that's going to a new team a new situation getting a kind of fresh start something somewhere and you're it's really hard to start him on that first game because you really don't know how he's going to do how they're going to use him so i would recommend sitting him even if you own him i mean you have him on your bench watch how he does in one full game and then make your decision based on that. Don't just be like, oh, he's finally a starter. Boom, I got to put him in. Because, I mean, he could look like, you know, five carries for 17 yards and then look like dog shit. I mean, it could take him a couple games to get up to speed with the playbook. So you never know. I got to interrupt us again with this game. I'm sure you guys tuned out again, but Phillies come back. They scored two touchdowns now. They're up 22-21. Carson Wentz just hit uh, Boston Scott on a on a wheel route to the end zone. I'm sure Jay is like getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, this is his squad. So if the going to pull out the victory and uh, also boost his fantasy score, that's about the best you, thing you could ask for on a Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Jay is ecstatic right now. And there is about, I think there's about 40 seconds left still. So uh, Philly will go for two. Try really to doesn't go for two. two. Uh, they're going to try to go for two, I'm sure. They're up by yeah, one. They're going, they're they're going, going for two. two. They'll go for two, try to get up by a field goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, is he down? No, he's in. He's he's, he's way in. Way in, yeah. 40 seconds left, though. Yeah, so they'll go for two. Oh. And let's see what happens here. Uh, it's going to be a tie. It's going to be a tie. Oh, oh, Brad's calling out the tie still. <laughs> I forgot about that. He's saying well, this thing's going to overtime. It's going to be on the whole time we're talking today then. <laughs> you know that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I know. Giants it. don't even have any – Giants don't even have timeouts, man. Oh. oh, there was a flag on that. Mark's ahead of us. Yeah, I was just figuring out that out right now. I'll pause it. <laughs> there you go. So next game, guys. Uh, Huh? Next game we're talking about? Next game. Let's go to the next game. Let's do yeah. it. All right, uh, Brad, here's a game that oh, I no think time. will have a big fantasy impact this weekend, bro. Uh, this is going to be the Green Bay Packers heading down to Houston, and I'm expecting some big scores getting put up on both sides of this game fantasy-wise. I would probably recommend to start everyone based on – I don't trust these defenses, and there's a lot of skill players on them. What do you think, Brad? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers just kind of got beat up pretty bad in Tampa. 
So I actually see him coming to scorch the earth right now. So I would expect big, big numbers like 300 yards, three touchdowns from him. So, yeah, pretty much all Green Bay guys, I would think they're going to be good. And same with Houston. I mean, I wouldn't say everyone from Houston's good to start, but obviously Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller are. So I would definitely yeah. go with those. Darren Fells. Darren Fells. He's actually, Mark, look at you. Your little prodigy yeah. from early on, and we laughed yeah. at you. Now look at you. <laughs> now look at me. He's not even on my roster, but now look at me. <laughs> you at least get to say you were right about the guy. Yeah, I was right. Um, now I have to pick him up. Jesus. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You found, you you found yourself. Sarah picked him up. No, he did Somebody didn't. already got him? Sarah dropped Darren Logan Fels? Thomas. The guy he no. just picked up, he dropped Logan Thomas for Darren Fells. Tonight? Tonight, look at that recent activity. Tonight, oh, look at your man, I can't activity. remember watching the game. I can't remember yeah. watching the game. And somebody, I did see that somebody picked up Antonio Brown in our league. Yep, I did see that one. Uh, Greg, I think, picked him up. Seven twenty-six. Sarah picked up Darren Fells. Oh, I, I like Darren Fells. I mean, that's a good pickup. Yeah, he, he's been shifting through. Comments. He's been shifting through them tight ends though already this year. Stinker but, I mean, Tinker picked up Joe Burrow for Derek Carr, too. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I was going to mention that, actually, when we were talking that game, that the guy in our league dropped Derek Carr for this week after mm. seeing that news today about, about the offensive line, which, mm. I mean, it's his backup. He he has Lamar Jackson, so he only needs it for the, for this week anyway. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure I, I would have bet that before that he was looking forward to that matchup. Oh yeah, for sure. He thought that was a smart maneuver and was like ready to go. And then just look at look at what COVID's doing to, to these games. You don't, you know, all of a sudden he's like, okay, well that that's pretty much unplayable. I can't do that. I mean, once I saw Tampa Bay's defense about three weeks ago, four or two weeks ago, and seen really what they're doing, I would have kind of been looking elsewhere. But yeah. Anyway, back to back to Green Bay, Houston. I, that was funny that you guys mentioned that. That was like kind of my one main note on this game was Aaron Rodgers and and how angry he will be. Mm. And um, you know, uh, I listened to Colin Cowherd. He was he was talking about how your your team and your group or whatever kind of take on that personality of of their of their main leader basically. And and if he's if he's fired up and angry and wants to take it out on people. That's pretty much going to trickle down throughout the whole team, and everybody's going to be ready to take it out on some people. And Houston's defense is definitely one that can be taken advantage of here. What just happened there? Well, and we have a Philly strip sack of Daniel Jones to end the game, it looks like. I thought they actually ran it in, but they were just running down to pose in front of the uh, Ah, selfie board. I thought they they ran it in, too. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) They just ran down to get their selfie on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that selfie thing, man. It's like, don't you realize there's like 50 cameras on you? Like, you don't think everyone's watching you. You have to go see yourself. Like, come on. Just well, this, figure hey, what this you is... look like. And just, I don't know, man. This is what I was talking about, though, Brad. Like, look, like Philly, Philly gets a, a sack fumble but it's on Daniel Jones at the same time. So like you gain point and then you lose points at the same exact time each time. Yeah. 
because the guy the guy in our league had had Philly defense going against Daniel Jones. Yeah, he, I hate when that. Sometimes it works out like that, but I always am like uncomfortable if that's the situation. He literally well, set yeah, it up he, this he week with it. waivers to do it. It wasn't like he just yeah. happened to be that way. He picked up both yeah. guys this week to do it. So I know that's kind of like when you start up the backup and the starter in the same week. It's just a head scratcher, but he got thirty points out of it. So is that what he ended up with? 30, 30 out of that combo. Yeah, twenty nine point six eight. That's not bad. So it's not terrible. But no, that's pretty yeah, good. yeah. But you know, All right. Joe Burrow, pick up Joe Burrow. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we'll hit one more game here before intermission time. And this one, the Dallas Cowboys heading into Washington, play the Washington football team. And I actually read something that now there's talk that this could be a two-year experiment with the Washington football team as their name. So uh, this could really drag on, guys. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. Get used to it. <laughs> That's what they like, apparently. The Washington football team, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I mean, you know, Dallas, they definitely are looking for some redemption after getting spanked by the Arizona Cardinals on Monday Night Football. So I would imagine that, you know, maybe Andy Dalton looks a little more comfortable for them. And uh, I expect a lot of points in this game, too. This generally – is a high-scoring game when these two squads get together. What are you thinking, Rich? Actually, what I'm thinking is Dallas's offensive line issues are going to be very troubling in this game. Mm. Um, I, th- I think Washington's defensive line is their strength. And so that strength against that weakness is usually a very bad sign for what will happen in the game. Um, Dallas was humiliated. They also seemed like they gave up. They also seemed like there's tons of turmoil. So I'm actually heavy kind of in on the Washington side of this thing this week. Um, I think that's where the value is at. I think they'll have a better game. Um, I think they're starting to settle into what they want to do with a different quarterback back there. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to what will happen for my guy, Terry McLaurin out there. He has his man. (laughs) I want to hear it. (laughs) Hopefully, reason, that, hopefully you get Gumble announcing your game, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing I, I see with Dallas is, is it reminds me of that little tiny kid that always wants to start some shit, and then he just gets pummeled and put to the ground, and he gets up and starts talking more shit. And Washington is just going to beat him up and put him back in the ground. Andy mm-hmm. Dalton is never impressed me. I don't know why he got traded. He's going to suck a big fatty. And then he's, they're going to trade for Fitzpatrick because he's a much better quarterback and they're trying. You can still salvage the season in this division. I mean, even yeah. if you take a loss this week, you're still tied for first. So I don't see why Dallas won't get their head out of their asses, realize Dalton's a mistake. And, and actually, Mike McCarthy's a mistake, too. He, he I don't know what yeah. the hell he's doing. He was not prepared coming into the season. No. I don't think he gave a shit. He just wanted to sign that contract, get paid, and then – that's it, man. And, guys, with Zeke last week and the butterball turkey just flying out of his hands, two fumbles in the first half against the Cardinals, that was not very Zeke-like, man. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Something seems to be going on with him, too, as well. You know, I figured the the game after Dak went out like that with that brutal injury that Zeke was really going to want to pick up his squad, pick his boys up, and he did not look good against uh, the Redbirds on Monday, bro. No, I, I think I think it's all kind of like 
playing out, man. It's not playing out very well there for, you know, they're, they're talking crap about their coach in the media. Like, their heads aren't in it right now. I don't know what it is, and that's what I'm saying. In that last game, I, I saw players, like, pretty much giving up. Mm. And that's that's not a good formula, man. Now you take it on the road. You go play a, a tougher Washington team that thinks they're – they can go win the division right now, and, and mm-hmm. that's what their goal is. And you go out and you see what, what these types of games are, and, you know, Philly's, Philly's in first place or whatever at 2-4-1. and one. Is, that, is that right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. So, <laughs> wow. You know, you know, we bring it up a lot, but, yeah, this this terrible division, I mean, that, that does keep these teams yeah. fighting. You know, these are mm-hmm. fighting teams, and, and especially – but you know this is a divisional game, so I mean we'll see. I just I do think that that strength versus weakness that's that's the worst one to have, and should be should be kind of nasty. I think I think you'll see um, you'll see Washington's defense getting after it. I believe if New York would have won that, they'd be tied for first, and they lost it there in third place. You know that's like how how literally muddled this awful division is. So I, I honestly I don't see why the Cowboys aren't like really trying to make some. They got pieces. Ceedee Lamb's a beast. You know Zeke's a beast. Dalton is not. So <laughs> I don't see why Fitzpatrick uh, even said it. like, "Hey, I just got fired, man." Dude, so I actually did you I, see I, what I, Fitzpatrick came out and said? He was like, "Man, my heart hurts. Like my feelings are hurt. All this stuff." You're like, "Oh, Fitzy, Fitzmagic." I have yeah. a feeling that at halftime, <laughs> Cowboys made a call or someone made a call and they say, hey, what do you want for him? And they're like, oh, he's shoppable? Okay, let's roll in Tua. And they're shop- they got a whole bye week to shop him. So I would not be surprised hmm. if they're, if they're shopping him point. right now. That's a good point. All right. I think someone will pay a hefty tag for him. Yes, sir. All right, yeah, so now we can finish that shit and do a little intermission. Or what, what are we doing for the intermission? I didn't, we didn't even plan it. Brad, you, me? Uh, me, kind you? I thought we were smoking some weed. Mm-hmm. Let's, smoke, let's smoke some weed. That's a great yeah. idea. I think in this intermission, about, we should smoke some if weed. If you smoke a little weed, I'll smoke a little weed. And Mark, you do your thing. Go! Go! And then collectively, my little, my little orange friend. Look, yeah. well, I, I've got a little, I've got a little yellowish orange friend. I could, I could join the party with that kind of guy. Look at this guy. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that, that's that candy I was talking about. Can you see that? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I couldn't really describe it to you last time, but you know, <laughs> this is what Brad has. Let's see what you got. That's oh, you're kind of missing the screen there. Oh, he froze up. There you go. There you go. Yep. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, that torch. looks like a, a trusty torch. Looks like that wax that that mosquito was in in Jurassic Park. Very like similar. Kind of wax. <laughs> this shit's like about ten thousand years old, so <laughs> it's prehistoric wax. Yeah. <laughs> shit fucks you up, man. Only the finest buds. <laughs> the yeah, finest. Yeah, no guy just to get this aged, stuff. aged buds. Thousands of years. Oh, did you guys know there's the show on Netflix is called Cooked with Cannabis? No. Yeah, check it out, dude. I started watching it. It's like a reality show, and they cook all their stuff with uh, weed. Pretty interesting. Did you say with cannabis? 
with cannabis? With butter. I happen to like cannabis. Uh, uh, yeah. They have stuff I called... Happen to, I happen to like eating cannabis. I never thought I'd say that, but it's true. They have, they have stuff called Sprinkle. I haven't tried it out yet. Um, I'm kind of interested in trying it out, but um, it... It literally, you just sprinkle it on your food. You can sprinkle it on food, anything. You just sprinkle it on there. It's like, it's not even a taste or anything. You can sprinkle it in your drinks. It's sprinkle. Sprinkle. Uh, sprinkle. 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 Yeah. Sprinkle on the sprinkle. So I'm interested in trying that. I, I might try that out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll sprinkle it on one of these yeah. episodes coming up. I had a sprinkle I had a soda. It on a... <laughs> Dude, like sprinkle it on a steak or something, man. They literally garlic salt. They literally they've shown people who are like at like a fancy steakhouse, and they they sprinkled that shit on their steak there. Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was like, that's that sounds pretty dope, actually. (laughs) Brad, so now that we are fully blown into this herbal intermission why don't you tell me a little bit more about that prehistoric wax you got over there bro oh well it's from the mesopotamia area (laughs) i'm just kidding no this is actually lemon train haze so choo choo lemon train yes and let me tell you it's come on ride the train choo choo it's a nice train man it's a very nice sativa Gets me lifted. Brad, love, Brad loves the sativas. Gets you lifted. I met I... Samson twice today. He's a wonderful man. <laughs> oh, you did? Yes. That's good, because I want to talk to Samson. Mark, he says come say hi. <laughs> he says you need to eat that whole bag, though. He doesn't oh, fuck around. A whole he bag wants of what? Those little Ooh, chews uh, you got. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that. How many, many more chews you got, Samson? How many more chews you got, Mark? Samson uh, well, wants to I meet the, you. I had the one and I bit it in half, so I have one half remaining. Uh, well, you gotta get you yeah. some five. Eat that thing. I can get you like a hundred milligram brownie. You just can eat the whole thing. Oh. It's either that or a dab. <laughs> there you go. It's either All that right, or guys. a dab. Those are your choices. It's fully blown now for sure, bro. Oh yeah. You can write a postcard. We shall, we shall enjoy the back half of this episode. I I can tell already. <laughs> we'll send everybody a postcard at the end, right, Brad? Dude, who doesn't like a postcard in the mail? It makes you so happy. You open yeah, it, you're just like, oh, someone there. thought of me. Awesome. Yeah. Where'd they go? Oh, this is a cool picture. Hanging on your fridge oh, yeah. for a couple weeks and then accidentally throw it away. <laughs> accidentally. Oops. Ah, oh, did this get water on it? Ah, oh, bummer. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I know needed some scratch paper. <laughs> Unless it's a really good one, then you can keep it away. And then, you know, years from now, you're like, why do you still have this? You're like, all right. Yeah, somebody will be like, why'd you save this postcard? Yeah. I like the picture. <laughs> it's a truck. Uh, it's a cool truck. Brad, Brad actually has like just like a books upon books of postcards just like stacked away. Just He loves postcards. Literally everything that anyone's tomorrow. ever sent me. I have kept and filed away in order so that way I can always reference back and look at it. Wow. Chronologically, huh? It's meaningful to me, and I cherish that, so why wouldn't I try Brad's and keep a, take it? Brad's a very sentimental chap. 
I mean, I'm not a scrapbook or anything, but I do keep the stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. It sounds like you had it pretty organized, so... Well, that might be bordering on scrapbooking, bro. You have your opinion, I have mine. <laughs> do you have... There, is it contained in binders with little pictures on the front? Are there any stickers I mean, involved? Are there I mean, any stickers involved? what would you find as the sticker? Is it in your Trapper Keeper? That's my There's a Trapper Keeper. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that, bro. Sure. These are memories. <laughs> oh man. Okay, good. Good. So, you guys know my whole life now. <laughs> I'm definitely diving right in, finding out some good little fucking nuggets about Brad Smith right now. I've known you a long time. I, didn't I know have about a feeling your... there's limitless supply of nuggets, good little nuggets about Brad Smith. This scrapbook is pretty good. <laughs> so I scrapbook one time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> I've been to one scrapbooking party, and it's not yeah. like and it was the best time like of my life. And now yeah. I'm I'm that guy. This is fucked up. It's not an addiction. <laughs> you guys ever scrapbooked? It's fun. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Brett's like, I gotta clarify. I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> I don't scrapbook. Yeah. My wife likes to scrapbook. She does a great job. But me, not so much. Brad loves it. <laughs> He's a closeted scrapbooking loving man. I'm in a closet. <laughs> I am not scrapbooking. You are technically closeted right now. Yes. The state saying. of your being is closeted. That is half true, but not the half that you think. I am in a closet, and that is it. I do puzzles. You guys want to talk about puzzles? It's a glass half-empty situation. It's always full, man. Full to the brim. Uh, All right, guys. Well, that's good shit. Yeah, man, so... We'll go ahead and wrap up that little intermission. We got a bunch of games we got to get to still yet, guys. And uh, yeah, you guys fucking crack me up. But we got we got to get serious, man. There's football games to talk about. Why are you fantasy so games? Serious. Uh, and this is one that's pretty important. Um, wait, no, it's not. But it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't find anything about them very important, but they are going to LA to take on the LA chargers. And uh, I mean, this seems like a game. The chargers need to win They're They're a lot better than their record shows. And Justin Herbert's playing good, but uh, fantasy wise, Brad, I wanted to ask you on the Jacksonville side, would you think that DJ Chark might be a buy low candidate? Um, no, I don't, I don't really like what the Jacksonville offense is doing. I think that, you know, if he does get points, it's kind of junk or under 100 yards. Touchdowns are going to be far and few between. I think a lot of are going to go to the running back. So I think Chark is, it's kind of, he's a hard start, man. So there's just not a lot of volume going around. No, I can, I can see, I, I see regression from the Jacksonville offense. Um, I, I do see uh, a, a, a dial tick for 
DJ Chark's production has gone up. They have given him more targets over the past two games. So it is clicking up specifically to DJ Chark. But on the other side, we are having a, a fallback where I, I think Gardner Minshew is coming back to the mean. Um, mm. I, I think the offense as a whole is really grinding kind of to a halt right now. Um, James Robinson was skyrocketing at the beginning of the season, and I think he's kind of grinding back down now. Um, and I think this Chargers defense, like Brad said, they want to come out and get a win. Um, the record doesn't really reflect how good this team is. They have a lot of talent. Justin Herbert's playing really well. Um, so I, I think we'll see a better product from the Chargers and should have a, a pretty easy time with Jacksonville here. Yeah, I expect big games out of Herbert, Williams, and Henry. I expect them to do big things. Nice. And on the L.A. side, guys, the uh, Austin Eckler, I read something interesting about him. It said that look for him on his injury time frame to be back later rather than sooner. So I thought that was an interesting choice of words. It sounds like it's taking him a little time to overcome uh, what's ailing him. That is an interesting note here. Um, yeah, I saw that as well. And they he, he had it, you know, it's a hamstring, but also like, his leg got like twisted up on. So it, it's yeah. a bad deal. Um, and he's he's not really doing a whole lot. I mean, they, they had the videos of him like on like exercise machines, but He's not doing a lot when it comes to like real activities. So yeah, I mean, they had him at six weeks, and it's definitely going to be at least the six weeks, and if not longer. Which you know, um, and I did see today, um, Justin Jackson's on the injury report. So a guy that I was kind of forced into or felt like I should or could drop last week, Josh Kelly, instantly gets jacked right back up there. He's he's an instant pickup, especially if Justin Jackson is going to sit. Um, that that puts Josh Kelly in line for at least twenty carries, uh, probably mm. twenty five, probably twenty five touches. So, uh, with this matchup against Jacksonville's terrible run uh, defense, light him up like that. That's the guy you want to get in there. He was he was almost a flex play as it was uh, because you know the Chargers want to split that backfield up and then typically will so. Uh, we're looking at if it's only him and they do have another rookie running back. I forget his name off the top of my head, but if yeah, man, and he, Rich, real quick, you did mention that Gardner Minshew is you know regressing and coming back to the mean, and it turns out he's also coming back to the murder scene. And if he keeps doing that, he's eventually going to get caught. So. That's uh, Serial Killer 101 for you there, Gardner. Anyways, next game up, Rich. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are heading into New England. And Jimmy Garoppolo, it's kind of another one of those games, bro, where uh, we have, a, a, you know, we have the Teddy B going back to the Saint to play his former team in the Saints. Now we got Jimmy G coming home to New England. And, you know, my whole thing is, oh, he's gone. Well, my whole thing is if uh, Bill Belichick may, might dial up that defense against Jimmy G. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick just took a loss, and now Jimmy G's coming into his house. You think Bill Belichick's just going to let Jimmy G do what he wants? <laughs> no, I think no. he's going to shut down Kittle and really make Jimmy G make decisions, and I think Jimmy G's going to make some bad decisions. I think he, you're, he's good for about two picks, maybe 180, 200 yards and a touch, and that's about it. 
Yeah, it's interesting, man. San Francisco is coming off that big win and looking a lot better last week against the Rams, and New England's coming off that rough loss to Denver. So, you know, it's it's kind of trending towards Belichick putting a stamp on this game. Um, in terms of you know the New England, is Cam Newton? What kind of game are you foreseeing to get for him against uh, this Forty ers D? Well, I think he's. Cam Newton is going to be kind of more like a game manager. He's not going to be the cam of the past. So if you're expecting like 300 yards, three, four touchdowns and a hundred yards on the ground, that is never going to happen. Mm -hmm. So what you need to expect from cam is anywhere from literally 180 to 250 yards and two to three touchdowns. The benefit with cam is he gets a lot of rushing touchdowns. If they're within about one or two yards, cam is almost always going to get the goal line carry. So that is yeah. a positive, but he doesn't really have a high ceiling in my opinion, but he doesn't necessarily have a low floor. So he is a safe bet. I do like him, but I just, he's just seems like he's a game manager and not necessarily a go a killer anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. And those, uh, can I, can I interject here real quick? Uh, those, those rushing, those rushing touchdowns that that's really valuable as, as a quarterback in, in fantasy football. So I, I like, I like Cam because he has kind of like a certain floor, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's he's going to get enough rushing. He's going to get those goal line carries. I think he he holds a nice floor. So I I would like to have him going on my roster. Um, did you guys talk about this going the other direction, kind of like San Francisco side? Mm. Yeah, I just kind of mentioned San Fran coming off that big win, Rich. Uh, you know, and they got to be – you know, feeling good, but uh, I mean, Belichick dialing it up is what I'm predicting. Well, yeah, I mean, we we've talked about it before about uh, Belichick wanting to shut down the number one option. Uh, so, when you guys consider consider that, who who's the number one option for San Francisco? Right. Kittles, Kittles, Kittle. Yeah. So, uh, I just thought it was interesting. I had an article that said. Um, New England's Patriots coach Bill Belichick says San Francisco 49ers George Kittle as good as anybody that I've coached. <laughs> so it's a, it's just a little fucking line that Bill Belichick throws out there. I, I love shit like that from him. It's just interesting. Yeah, he, he's yeah. <laughs> he's basically saying that George Kittle's on his radar and he's going to do everything he can to shut him down. Yep. Absolutely. He says, I know what it's like to have a guy like George Kittle on my team. And I'm going to do what it takes to shut him down. So, yeah, so that's that's mm-hmm. kind of where I was leaning with that was that he will have the ability to shut him down. It does it does intrigue me on a uh, on the front of uh, Debo Samuel. You know, I think he could I think he could open up in this game because I do think they're going to put St- uh, Stephen Gilmore on uh, Kittle in a lot of situations. I watched the tape and they did that when it came to uh, oh geez uh, Kelsey uh, when they did that. Um, they, they, they used him. So um, it seemed like you'll get a lot of that treatment again in this game, which might open things up for Debo Samuel and maybe a little bit of Brandon Ayuk. But definitely the run game again. I mean, regardless of who ends up in this backfield, I think the run game will be the focus for Kyle Shanahan. Hmm. All right, guys, next game. And uh, this game, I'm, I'm calling this out, is my fantasy jackpot of the week, guys. I just feel like there's going to be huge fantasy days and scores that's going to be the Lions at the Falcons. And uh, I just think that Atlanta, you know, after they moved on from Dan Quinn, they came out fired up last week, played great in Minnesota. 
And now they got the Detroit Lions coming to town and, uh, you know, their Swiss cheese defense. So uh, I just expect both offenses. I mean, I'm just seeing a high-scoring game here as well. What are you looking at, Brad? Yeah, I definitely think that it'll be a high-scoring game. I think Detroit will actually run the ball a little bit more and actually control the clock. So I – and I think Atlanta, they came out in the first half, and that was a different team. But in the second half, they kind of got back to life and back to reality. So I think that uh, it's not really going to be a fired-up team this time. And I do think – I mean, Detroit's not really a great team anyway. So – It'll be, I'd say, like in the 30, 20s, high 20s each team. So I do think it'll be somewhat of a shootout. But I do think Detroit will prevail. Yeah, I had I had these guys, uh, or these guys, uh, I had these two yeah, quarters. These guys. These, these guys, uh, they were in the running for my for my buds this week with both these quarter, oh both these quarterbacks were in the running and, and I don't think actually either of them made it, but um, they were, they were definitely in the running. I definitely foresee Stafford having a nice little day uh, and, you know, Matt Ryan having a nice little day. I just think these defenses kind of stink it up. So I, I think this thing kind of really opens up for both teams here. Um, yeah. I see, I see mid thirties for these teams. I, I think this is offensive as it comes. Mm. And you think uh, DeAndre Swift continues to, you know, take over the, you know, bulk of the carries there in Detroit? He looked pretty good last week. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to give anyone the bulk of the carries. I think everyone's going to settle in and into the kind of the roles that we've been seeing. Uh, they came out of the bye. I think they did want to give DeAndre Swift more carries, but I think they're going to settle in him in about you know ten to fifteen touches, uh, ten okay. ten carries. Five catches, that sounds about like what we can expect from DeAndre Swift. But, you know, that can be productive. I mean, we could see that as being as being fantasy relevant. Definitely a nice flex two option. I would I would say if he was on my roster, I would say I, I would be pretty happy with him being in my flex positions. Right on, guys. So the last game, well, the last full game we're going to talk about before we get to a couple one-hitters. Uh we're going to talk about the Bears heading into L.A., guys, to play the Rams. It's like deja vu all over again for me. The game's on Monday Night Football, but, you know, this is a game I went to. I traveled from Arizona to L.A. last year and watched the Bears lose. Uh, and Mr. Trubisky looked pretty terrible, but this time around, it's Nick Foles. Uh, unfortunately, I'm expecting Aaron Donald to take advantage of Nick Foles statuesque tendencies, but at the same time, I think the Bears D might get after uh, Jared Goff. So I've been talking about some high-scoring games. This might be more of a low-scoring game if these defenses come to play. Uh, what are you thinking, Brad? Yeah, I definitely think low-scoring game. I think that I don't know what happened to that off or defensive line last week, but I definitely think they're going to come out and have a better performance. And Chicago's defense is creeping up as one of the top tier defenses. So they're going to definitely come to play. And I don't think Goff is anything to really storm at a good defense. So I think when he's, mm. he gets flustered, we said this before he tends to make bad throws. So I don't expect a big day out of him. Uh, kind of just a mediocre day kind of for everyone, but I do think the defenses will be the show. Yeah. I think, um, I think in this game, you're definitely right. We'll see a lot of defense uh, that, that point about Aaron Donald He's going to get after it. He gets after everybody. 
He's he's nasty. Yeah. He's a nasty, nasty defensive lineman. It's it's unbelievable. one man wrecking crew, man. Yeah, so I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to do the same thing here and and get after a very immobile quarterback, really bust him up right through the middle and get right to Nick Foles. Yeah, he comes straight up the gut too. Yeah, that's it's it's amazing to get that pressure up the gut like that. I mean, there's there's more there's more butt guts in your way. Like you gotta like <laughs> like, and he's just he just bowls through it all he's like don't don't worry about me I, i'm just gonna knock every one of you motherfuckers over and get to your quarterback so he's pretty wild to watch he's he's maybe the best player in the nfl i mean it, it's it's pretty wild he's he's pretty close as a non-quarterback that's that's pretty wild uh but yeah it should be a good game to close out the week um i hope well i hope it closes out the week i have a little sneaking suspicion they might postpone that um las vegas game for a day or two if they have to yeah, it's a possibility. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. That one is the one that's uh, in a little bit of a precarious position at this point. So, yeah, <clears throat> I was going to mention. I, I like this little thing we're going to coming up here. This little one hitter thing. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love this concept. This is this is beautiful. We just fucking hit it and go. It makes more so much yeah. more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So we got three games on the one hitters, that, and that's yeah. what we're going to do. So everybody, you know, kick back. Get out your old dugouts. They're probably at the bottom of your drawer somewhere. There might even be a little bit of shake down there still. And, you know, pack it on up, and we're going with some one-hitters. So, Brad, Actually, I got a funny story for you real quick. I was in Phoenix in my parents' house, and uh, my roommate Jimmy and uh, my friend Andy were there. And they needed some bud, and I was like, dude, I took it all with me to Phoenix. And they're like, oh, Mm. dude, come on. I was like, dude, check my drawer. You might find some. They found an eighth of shake in my drawer. I'm not even kidding. There was so much weed in there. It was it was nuts. <laughs> I forgot you had an eighth of shake sitting there. Uh, I I had like I was selling pounds of weed back then, so there's a lot of leftovers. You want all this rolling in the in the episode. I'm doing the whole cut tonight. You want this rolling in there? Yeah, statute of limitations is long past, so <laughs> not with your parents. <laughs> oh, they don't listen. Yeah, they don't listen. If they listen, it's 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 good they know. That's what put me through college, Mom. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it wasn't that shitty job. All right. But anyway, yeah, let's 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 scrap up some one hitters, man. Let's let's puff it up yeah, real man. quick. What do we got in the dugout? Spark- Let's spark these real quick. Don't forget to bring a paper clip because you know when that one hitter gets clogged, man, and it gets clogged quick, you're going to need to get that out of there. But all right, Uh, real quick, one hitter, Rich, on the Cleveland-Cincinnati game. Browns and the Bengals. Uh, I don't know, Baker Mayfield, man, you think he could get like a 20-plus point game in fantasy this week? Uh, Probably not. They want to run the ball. I think they'll run the ball in this game. That's where you want to take it. And My little note was – is Joe Burrow possibly quite possibly better than Baker Mayfield? I I think he is, uh, and I think I think we'll see it on the field this weekend. Well, I don't think it's a question. I think it's he definitely is. Give it time; it's only going to show even I'm more talking, and more. I'm I, today. I think Baker. He, yeah, I think Baker's starting to get some headspace. He's starting to make bad decisions. He's he's not right. So I think this is a Cincy game, and Cleveland's going to try and run the ball, but every time since he gets it, they'll just kind of score. I don't think Cleveland's going to have much to to stop him. That wasn't a one-hitter. That was a full bowl. <laughs> that was, yeah. 
Yeah, we started off with a big ass bowl. Yeah, that's all right. That's not right. going to be a one hitter. <laughs> Rich, the Bills at the New York Jets, the terrible New York Jets, man. Hit me with a one hitter. Uh, Buffalo should stomp, and I think they will stomp. A stompy, stompy. Nice. Jets, uh, Jets suck. Allen plays better. Jets are start the Bills D. Jets are tanking, so they, they want to lose. Mm-hmm. I think they want to lose. I, th- I think that's why we haven't seen Adam Gase fired because they're just like, nah, fuck it. Adam Gase is a yeah. Adam Gase is a pretty good loser. Let's just let him lose. <laughs> Literally, that could be it, man. I think that, that's why he's not fired. Why else? What the fuck else? What, what else has he got to do to get fired? I don't know. Every week he goes up to that podium after the game and goes, "Yeah, we uh, we made some mistakes out there." Got any I wonder if he wrote, he bought the Jeff Fisher book on how to be a coach, and he's like, "Dude, how to be eight and eight? I'm not going. How eight to be eight and eight? I'm not going eight and eight. <laughs> it's hilarious. Classic. All right. Yeah. Would you guys say the Bills D is a must start though on that game? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. that's something you you pick up on. Yeah, I think I think everybody's gonna beat up on the Jets as much as possible the rest of the year and. Um, I think I think if you can get your offense going against them, and if you get a defense going against them, go for it. I don't know. All I right, think guys. their bills have been suspect, so I wouldn't necessarily must start if you have them. I wouldn't be shy away from starting them, but I wouldn't be going out and grabbing them. <laughs> All right, this last one, uh, just real quick, uh, recap on this Giants and Philly game that happened on Thursday night. You know, we've mentioned it here and there, but Philly got the win. And what did you like? I saw Golden Tate with a nice catch. I saw Boston yeah. Scott with a nice catch. I saw I saw Golden Tate with a nice catch. That was he mossed him on that one. I think they call that. Mm. He went up and yeah. mossed that one. He hopped over his yeah, back. He ripped it right out of his hands. Really, give nice. me that thing and grabbed it, and then said, "Okay, now you look foolish. Let me just go ahead and run into the end zone." <laughs> No, I mean, uh, yeah. good for Philly for pulling that out. They were the better team. They should have like they should have like stomp caked them. Really, they're the better team out there. But you know, Philly. No, I thought you'd be right by calling. Huh? I called the Giants out today. Oh yeah. And if the Giants right. could just stop, get out of their own way, and stop tripping over their own feet, they might be a better team. All right, guys, it's time to get into the Acapulco Golds and our. Burnouts and our kind buds. Uh, actually, I just did one of each like last week. Did you guys go with three? I've got three, but I can give you. I can give you them quick. I can give you one. We can fucking roll it. Whatever. All right, cool, man. Uh, so, Brad, who you got this week for a burnout, man? Who are you predicting goes out there in fantasy land this weekend and shits the bud? I'm gonna say Odell Beckham. <laughs> OBJ. Yeah, less than 30 yards from him. Interesting that you said Odell when Mark said right. shit's the bed. That was a little it's shit's perfect the timing. We didn't plan that. I know that much. <laughs> we it just did worked not. out that way. We did not plan that whatsoever. I wonder if Odell, like, if the new saying will be like, oh, yeah, man, he shit the chest. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh well, so hold on. Are we are we doing one burnout or are we doing three? Uh, that's all I'm doing. You guys do however many you want, man. I'll give you okay. Um, 
Let's give you a, the best name on the list, the biggest name on the list, then. Drew Brees versus Carolina. Ooh. Drew Brees. Okay. Drew Brees. Uh, I think the 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 Saints are going to have to get it done through running the football. Um, a little shorter passing game. That's kind of what we've seen. And that's where Carolina's defense is vulnerable. So I think it just filters to that part of the game where Kamara and definitely even Latavius Murray, because he'll get his 12 to 14, 15 carries. Um, I think those guys are going to have the value. Uh, I, I wonder, you know, it, it, when it comes to touchdowns now, it's it's going to be kind of like give and take between him and Murray, and it'll just happen. But, you know, um, they definitely focus on Kamara and the offense, especially with Michael Thomas not there. Uh, so. I'm actually going to switch my burnout. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going Derrick Henry. He was my Acapulco gold last week. He's my burnout wow. this week. Ooh, that is – look at that. Gold Price to burnout. Right? Gold to Dr. Burnout. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde, Brad. Damn. Me face Pittsburgh D. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right, I got a guy for you on the burnouts. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs against that Bucks defense, man. Uh, I do think maybe uh, Derek Carr will be able to hit some big passes to Ruggs or somebody like that over the top. But uh, Tampa's run D is just superior, so I get a feeling Jacobs could get shut down this weekend. Yeah, Tampa Bay's three, number three against the run. I think that's a good call. I think we'll see that week to week. That's another matchup that we can go, yeah. Uh, if you've got a running back up against this run defense, it's 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 going to be tough sledding. All right, guys. Well, moving on to the flip side, to the Acapulco Golds. Uh, you know, my guy this week, and this pains me to say it, man, is he goes against everything I believe in, all my oaths and covenants over my whole life. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers... I'm going to pick him to have the best fantasy score of the weekend. Uh, I just feel like he's, like you guys mentioned it when we were talking about it, he's going to be a little perturbed after just getting, you know, basically curb stomped into the ground last week by the Bucks. So I think he can rip up this Houston defense, and no doubt the Houston defense is vulnerable. Do we just skip buds? We're just doing right to golds? Uh, yeah, I just want to gold, man. Whatever you want to do. But it's open format, bro. Whatever okay. you want. Let me give you my buds real quick. Um I had a couple right, give me some buds. I had a couple guys um I thought you might like. I, if we're gonna go with like my top bud, it would probably be um I was gonna say I already kinda hit Russell Wilson or no, Camara and then Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, but I had a guy for you I like Kenny Galladay when I was getting to Matt Stafford oh, earlier. Hey. When I was talking about Matt Stafford earlier, I think Kenny Galladay <laughs> Might be a guy who's going to have a pretty juicy day. So he's he was on my buds, so I was going to give you that guy. But then I'll give you my gold now. Um, Kyler Murray's my gold. I think he's going to have. Ooh. I think he's going to have to keep up with Russell Wilson. So I had Russell Wilson as a bud, and they were very close. I have Kyler Murray as the gold, the higher scorer of the week. I think he's going to use his feet. I think he's going to get his arm going again. Uh, get throwing against this uh, vulnerable Seattle defense. I'm going to back it up and try and nail two Acapulco golds back-to-back weeks. <laughs> well, that's why I'm trying so hard with Aaron Rodgers. I want to tie you, Brad. I can't let you get too much of a lead on this shit. I know. <laughs> I, uh, I do think Kamara, he was one of my buds. He's going to have a great day. I'm going to say Aaron Jones is going to have a bigger day. I think you're going to miss out, Mark. You should want Aaron Jones in that matchup. But my mm-hmm. Acapulco gold is Josh Allen. 
Josh Allen's going to have himself a day. A rebound. Yeah, I think he's going to put up 42 points. The Jets will do that to people, huh? (laughs) Two rushing touchdowns. Juicy. 42 points. That's juicy, man. All right, is that all of our golds and golds and guys and burnouts? Yeah, man, I I think we laid it all out. I mean, let me give you unless you have anything to end or uh, add to it, because this is an open forum. I do want to give you guys some last minute waiver stuff. Um, Okay. Look out for Joe Mixon. He's on the uh, injury report. If he sits, you can can get a nice little spot start out of Gio Bernard. That'd be a nice one. Um, A week to week guy, Tim Patrick, is a wide receiver in Denver. I think he's pretty much their number one wide receiver at this point. Um, he looks he looks more involved in in the passing game than Jerry Judy and uh, Noah Fant maybe Noah Fant maybe kind of the number one A one B type thing with him and Tim Patrick as as the favorite targets of Drew Locke so Tim Patrick should be owned and I think I went through it a little bit earlier uh, with Justin Jackson if he's gonna sit then Josh Kelly is is great definitely at least for a spot start to get great value this week. Uh, we talked about Fells. Ferkser doesn't look like he'll be viable with Joe New Smith playing. Ferkser. Yeah, I like that name. Ferkser. Ferkser. Okay. What the frick of frack of Ferkser? <laughs> what the frick of frickin' Ferkser taking my frickin' production? <laughs> that's uh, that's who I had some, for some last-minute waivers. I had uh, Antonio Brown as like somebody you might want to – think about on there uh and then there's t higgins he's still he's still sitting around there uh-huh. sweet all right guys well we got some uh big fantasy matchups this weekend be excited about rich i know me and you will be looking forward to uh hopefully getting back in the win column this weekend uh that's what's been on my mind this week bro how about you yeah, I'm sick of fucking losing for sure i'm, I'm, I'm done with it you know what's uh, you know what sucks though is it's me and turtle um Mm -hmm. turtle a turtle i love man he's a great guy um we're both on big old losing streaks he's on a four game losing streak too something's got to give right yeah sorry man it's gonna have to go my way i I apologize i I need it to go my way mentally speaking (laughs) mentally speaking i just can't handle it (laughs) can't handle this anymore three in a row i i I can't take it man four in a row i'm gonna like i don't know i'll be off the deep end uh, I'll need to take a road trip to California. I'll, I'll see you guys. <laughs> we'll take turns calling to the, in to to the Joshua Tree and just meditate, or what? What do you need? I need a beach. I need a beach. I need a beach in that moment. I think. <laughs> Find your beach, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's because my roster is good too. I, I have I have faith in my roster. It just sucks being you know at the record I am and continue losing yeah, games. Tell me about it, man. Yeah. yeah, and I'm having a little bit of trepidation this week as much, as badly as I need to win. Now I'm playing Zach, and he's coming off that monster performance. Uh, looking at those matchups, man, uh, it's going to be a, cl- a tight one, I have a feeling. Oh, yeah, he's got he's got Atlanta guys. He's got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones probably going. Julio and, Jones at Detroit. Yeah, he's got juicy matchups, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's Todd Gurley as Detroit. Don't forget. Come on. Yeah, you gotta hope it swings your way. And yeah, yeah. I needed to go my way in that game. That's for sure with that offense. It's always so Mark. That's like that busted vehicle. Like you feel very confident, and then one day you go to start it, and you're like, "Oh, fuck! I forgot." So, and then it's the water pump, vehicle. and you gotta take the whole engine apart. And yeah, 
You just filled it with gas and it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just had a whole flashback to our um, preseason journey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we left like a muffler in the middle of the desert. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that took me back. Uh, we did not litter. We actually picked it up. That was just for the we, photograph. We picked up the muffler. Yeah. We could have just thrown it on that couch and refrigerator that was already out there in the middle of the desert, but we just that was there before camp. we got there, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Thing. And that's it was full thing. of bullet holes for some reason, but I guess that's Arizona for you, man. People like to go <laughs> in the desert and shoot things. No doubt. <laughs> we saw, we I like saw to do that. We saw that RV with the fucking bald guy in it and a little smoke coming out of the top. Looked like they were cooking <laughs> He's a real nice guy. Oh, you didn't have no pants on, that guy? Yeah, that guy. Oh, you know him, yeah. You've seen him. Okay, that's cool. You're like, was that an apron, Mr. White? <laughs> oh, good shit. All right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and shut it down there. Uh, another Thursday night football in the books episode. What's this going to be? Episode twenty nine, guys. We're coming up on episode thirty. Yeah, we are yeah. just uh, moving along, man. It's dropping them like they're hot. So hopefully, everybody's listening. Check us out on social, interacting with us. We appreciate it, and you know, we're just here having fun with it and trying to guide everybody through this uh, fantasy season. So keep tuning in uh, and catch us next time on the Organic Football Podcast. Late. See you from another closet. Everyone will have a hearty meal.